This is Justin here from Reform Rasa. This is a bonus episode. Uh, in this episode, we are joined with Saints Edified Arturo Hurtado and for Christ y Cultura, John the Presby. And in this one, uh, we ended up meeting up in Bakersfield before Arturo moved and we were able to conversate and talk about a wide range of topics. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and stay tuned for season three as we will be dropping on the second week of May. You are, you are now tuning in to Reform Raza. Our aim is to glorify God through the edification of the saints. Expect practical theology and a draw to be biblical. So if you ask us who we do this for, because this is for the Raza. This is for the Raza. This is Reform Raza, and we are live, and we are in the building with For Christ and Cultura. Yo, 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 what's going on? And with Saints, Saints Edified. What's going on? And with my brothers right here from Reform Raza, Justin Corona. And what up, everybody? This is Brother Vic. And I am Mr. Fiedemann. Coming at you all the way live when we're here in Bakersfield, CA. Shout out no, to all no, the homies. No, this is right. So all right, let's do your it. Your name is Martin. My name is Mr. Firme, a.k.a. Martin. A.k.a. what? <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. Martin. A.k.a. what? A.k.a. Mr. Firme. <laughs> <laughs> That's I only got two A.k.a.s. <laughs> My first name. We had to do that. A.k.a. <laughs> Not the virus. A.k.a. Uh, me. Okay, <laughs> okay as that. <laughs> and we're also here with Arturo, aka. Uh, I need an energy drink. Uh, <laughs> I, need more. I need a little more coffee. Aka. Uh, I have nothing else to say, but okay. it's gonna be here. <laughs> All right. Big Vic. What up, everybody? <laughs> this is this is Brother Vic. Not a pastor anymore. <laughs> you should say that. <laughs> I need to go to the gym. <laughs> Stop eating tacos. Those vegan friendly tacos. Yeah. <laughs> and together we are Redeem Project Radio. Hey, so we're here in this in the city of Bakersfield. Uh, is this Southern California still? Or is it Central? It's uh, the place that doesn't matter in California. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight out. Yeah, I can straight say that because I'm from here. It's, it's, it's Central, Central California. So. All right, all right. Yeah. yeah, so we're here, man, in Bakersfield, chopping it up with the homies we all got together. And we want to do this episode just to chop it up and about some real important issues. We want to talk about Redeem Project Radio. We want to talk about urban church planning. We want to talk about all kinds of stuff that affects us. Uh, minorities, ghetto people, hood people, and us dealing with sound doctrine, right? Because um, this is the whole thing about, even for us at Reformed Raza, we're zealous about sound doctrine, and because we come from non-denominational backgrounds, we come from uh, hood areas where uh, sound doctrine is a cuss word, we want to be we want to come and get together and chop it up. Hey, we can be, uh, we can come from, from these places and be into Reformed theology and be sound in our doctrine and be unashamed about it. Be explicit mm. about our reformness. You know what Come I mean? So that's what we're going to talk about here today. And uh, first of all, when we say the word urban, 
Open discussion. Yeah. Well, what do we mean when we when we say urban? Because this whole thing about Redeem Project Radio, right? For the online radio station that we got. Go ahead, redeempodradio.com. Go ahead and hit it up. Twenty four seven online streaming for free. Uh, radio CHH podcast, all that fun stuff, yep. and it's aimed at uh, the urban community, right? So we want, right. just want to clear up, clear the air, and and just talk about when we say urban, what do we mean? Right, right. So, so Justin, you want to you want to you want to share your thoughts about what you were saying earlier about urban? Well, yeah, as we know it, uh, just by its definition alone, we know it just by the the way the city is set up, right? So urban is is more considered where the where it's where the buildings and the people are more highly congested and and more um closer in proximity whereas like the the rural the rural, i don't know how you say rural rural, rural. rural. the rural <laughs> areas <laughs> are like the more spread out homes there's like farmland yeah. and all that right so so urban is obviously in, in the context where people are closer in proximity and the buildings are all like right after another and the, and every other block there's there's a lot of things going on right right um but then of course when we Start applying the word urban. We're we're more of because in these highly congested areas, there's also more hoods. Um, there's also more um, areas where um, a lot of minorities are at. Right? There are more housing um, districts. There are more of these type of areas in this. And so when we say urban, we're we're talking about where um, a lot of raza, a lot of yes, you know so different types of communities are, are congested. He said Rasa. 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 Yeah, so when we talk about urban, we're talking about hood people, right? We're talking about ghetto areas, we're talking about yeah. uh, barrios, hoods. Not, yeah, not the typical white evangelical. Uh, not City any, life. Yeah, so. not, not in any way of uh, uh, looking down, but it, th- this is, you know, this is our, uh, I guess you'll say, our people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, this isn't something that we easily identify with in regards to white evangelical so so we identify with more of the urban more of the people that 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 go through the struggle I'll I guess we would say but we don't see color so yeah so so when we talk about just urban that's what we're talking about and so that's what we kind of built our platforms on even our individual platforms we're from Rasa, for Christ Cultura, or Saints Edified. Uh, we're reaching these people. So when we all come together, we talk about Redeem Project Radio. You right? Yeah. So it's dope just to come alongside your brothers and be on the same mind and the same mission, have the same vision, and kind of like making it happen. You know what I mean? And you, Jonathan, you said something earlier before we started recording that we're all tripping on CRT and all these kind of stuff. We're making it happen over here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, hey, you know. And, and just quick, I, I don't want I don't want to leave out DJ Mike, man. He, he put in all the yeah, work shout for out to, yeah for DJ Mike, uh, the podcast. Yeah, that brother, he, he's been putting in work, man. And yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 it doesn't feel right even doing this without him here. But um, Mike, I know he's gonna listen. And he had, uh, he had the choice to come. He did. He did, man. Come on. Put him on the spot, right man. To a new place, he's settling down over there in Arizona. Yeah. Shout out to the Raza from Arizona. Oh, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, so. future RCAZ out there yeah. too. Yeah. 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 There you go, Pastor Alex. Alex hey, Alex also, too, uh, Ricky Roldan in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we have a, a pretty cool, uh, solid team, you know, for Redeem Project Radio, and I, I kind of wish we could all just be here, yeah. but obviously, we can't, you know, you know. It's, it's, we, we, you know, we live across the country, so I get it. 
but um but yeah anyways uh but just kind of i want to tag on a little bit about what he was saying about urban um here's the thing about it too that, that there's a lot of uh there's a lot of uh, you know like white people who live in these communities as well you yeah. know a, so so we don't want to leave out white people who grew up in these areas mm-hmm. who struggled as well you know um a, a single parent home type of thing you know uh really redeem project radio is for those who who grew up kind of outside the traditional evangelical white uh well in this case reformed church because of us but also just in general just the church in general has they've done a really great job at reaching out to these higher end these higher you know tax bracket communities and what's left for the the poor part of town are usually heretical groups Mm. So at least yeah. now we have something. Give us a scratch, bro. Exactly, man. So at least now we have Reading Project Radio, where we're trying to effectively reach these communities and where where, where we came from, basically. So yeah, and we're coming back with sound doctrine. I think that's the, the biggest thing that sets us apart, bro. Is that hey, I mean, not not to be bold for anything, but like uh, we don't adhere to the typical you know hood Pentecostal kind of church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we we want to be serious about Jesus Christ and who He is and what He has done about the gospel. And how that impacts our lives. And I think once people really understand the gospel, it transforms our lives. Because, you know, there's a point in, I think, all of our walks where we were Christian, Mm. but it wasn't until we understood the gospel that our Christian life was transformed. So the reason why we're reformed, it's because, not just because... Okay, my question to you, actually. So how did we come reformed? Like, what's... Let's define that. What is reformed? Because all yeah. of us here on this table are Reformed, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're to say Capital R. Christianity, mm-hmm. I mean, Reformed theology is, for us, the purest, best tradition of Christianity. So how did you guys become Reformed being Latinos? Yeah, I think the first distinction we have to make is that when we come to understand Calvinism and the five solas, that's only the tip of the iceberg of Reformed theology. Because a lot of people, they get into... Um, the five solas and Calvinism doctrines of grace and automatically be like, Oh, this means I'm reformed. Right. Cause it is, it is a part of reformed theology, but reformed theology is so much more than that. Reformed theology, I think at the, at the core of it is covenant being covenantal. Right. Um, cause when you get into covenant theology, that just makes everything full circle. Once you the doctrines of grace and five solas are a good foundation for being biblical and being sound in your doctrine, but that's not reformed theology because you can be a Calvinist and hold to the five solas without being actually reformed. Mm-hmm. So there's Calvinistic churches that aren't reformed. And so when we talk about reformed theology, we're talking about uh, the covenants that, that God has made with his people. And I think that's where reformed theology has its basis in is in covenant theology. And well, what 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 and and the implications of it? Well, Reformed theology covers covenants, but it goes deeper into the the. I guess it explains all of things that are biblical, right? So the solas are a good, um, uh, what do you call it? Like the 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 rail guards for like when you go bowling. Um, it's that that's the solas. It keeps us in line to staying biblical, staying uh, rooted in the Word, and then within Reformed theology. I mean, that's where, that's where, I mean, anything that has to do with theology just in general is from the Bible. That's Reformed theology because the whole thing behind Reformed theology, right, when it started, um, the whole Reformation was to be biblical, to, to, to stay within the boundaries of Scripture and nothing outside of it. 
Um, so even just within Reformed theology, it's it's all things pertaining to the Bible, all things within the Bible. So like the covenants, right? Then we get also too into um, Christ and everything about Christ, everything about God and His attributes and all these things, because you can't just study theology aside from Reformed, because it, it goes hand in hand, right? So we can't just study the things about God and say I reject Reformed theology. Like no, you you're you're in the same realm. Because it's everything that has to do within the Bible. Are you talking about like anybody, anybody who studies theology, they can't avoid uh, Reformed theology? Or are you talking about specifically us? You can't avoid it. There, there are people that may, you know, study theology in itself and reject certain things about it. But in the scope of Reform, in, in just Reformed theology, the whole circle in itself, it's it's all there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Arturo, I think you had a good... Me and you talked about yeah. this on your podcast. So how would you describe reform? How would you define that word? Yeah. So for, for me, I, I, it comes down to having three C's, right? Three C's. The first C is Calvinism, which you guys already explained the tulip, right? So the second C is, is covenantal, which that's a huge thing. And I think the third C is confessional or creedal. Mm-hmm. And that keeps us in line with being orthodox. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what, that's that's what he was saying. Yeah, that's exactly what he was saying. So, so for me, uh, those three things, you have to have those three C's to be reformed. Um, so, yeah, you're you're you're, a Cal- you're you're Calvinistic, but you're also you're also confidential, and then you're confessional as well. If you're not confessional, then it's hard for it's hard for you to really even um, be considered as a reformed person because reformed people they, they they're okay with tradition, they're okay with saying that yeah you know our church fathers believed in these things, so and and, and we have that same faith as them. So so when when you say confessional, let's let's explain that too. What it means because we've had some messages too where like. Well, when you say confessions or creeds, what are you talking about? So yeah. when we say uh, confessional, what does that mean? Yeah, so confessional, the, the for, for us, for being Presbyterian, we hold to the Westminster Confession of Faith, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and that, that was written in 1640, what, what, what was the year again? 44, uh, the, the, the Westminster Confession. 1644. 44, right? Yeah, 46. Okay, so, so, so there's that confession, right? But it doesn't mean that our faith started there. Okay, so now we have other confessions that we hold to as well, and other creeds, which is the, the Nicene Creed, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed. Uh, we, we have all these creeds and confessions that we hold to. Yeah, there's a, there's a Heidelberg book. Yeah, there's that one as well. Also, catechisms too. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, there's catechisms that we hold to as well, um, and all these things teach the basics of Christianity, but from a Reformed Protestant perspective. And I think I like what you said earlier. That's like the more, it's like it's the clearest view that we have of what's what because obviously us being humans and fallen, we 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 make mistakes and our thinking is kind of flawed. And and at times we can be biased, but Reformed theology, I think. It's consistent and more truthful to the what scripture actually teaches, you know, so about God and about salvation. So being confessional is just we hold to these documents that explain what scripture already says, yeah. but in more in a more practical way. You know how yeah. I would put it? I would say being confessional is being historical, historical, like a, a, a historical Christian. And what I mean yeah. by that yeah. is that our faith didn't just begin Mm-hmm. You know, yes. right. didn't in the nineties, or with our pastor, or with <laughs> yeah. our denomination, further back. or with our, yeah. you know, the, the church that I was in with with Sunny Argonzoni, which was the Victory founder Outreach. of Victory Outreach. So like that's when the church started. You know, it's it's no, it's like we're saying we are connected. We're confessional creedal. We are saying that we believe exactly the same thing that all Christians and 
in throughout history believed mm. right when we right. when we talk about the apostles creed yeah. we're, we're, we're holding hands with the historic mm-hmm. christian faith yeah you know uh and then and then to zone in a little a little like a, a little sh- a shorter or i don't know how to say that narrower <laughs> there you go uh we do belong to a, a tradition right so yeah. That's why you have, you know, you have Baptists, you have Methodists, you have Lutherans, you have uh, Calvinists, you have... Even the non-denominational people, yes. uh, tra- so, the non-denominational tradition. You know, th- th- there's these streams of Christianity, and what and what we're a part of is called Reformed. Yeah. That is the Reformed uh, tradition. It's a streamline of Christianity. It's right. an expression of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, the reason, like I said earlier, the reason why we're where we are is because we think it aligns with the scripture uh, the most. Yeah. So, yes. Amen. Okay. Historic Christian faith. That's, that's what I think about when I think about confessional. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the creeds, uh, just really quick, Victor, I'm sorry, man. Just, um, the, the creeds uh, that, that we hold to, and this, these are the creeds that, that even non-reformed people hold to the, the Nicene Creed, Apostles Creed, Athanasian and, and Chalcedon. Those creeds all talk about who God is, salvation, and things like that. And and those we can, we we're actually like we're actually united in, even yeah. those who aren't reformed. So if you're listening to this and you're like, nah, I don't want to label, more than likely you're gonna agree with those creeds if you believe that Christ is fully man, fully God, and that salvation is all of God, all of grace, not by works. Uh, but but then the confessions is when we kind of narrow down. Narrow down. Yeah, yeah uh, like what you were saying earlier, you know, like we we kind of narrow down to okay, now we think that these secondary issues they're still important but th- these issues still matter and and this is where we stand so yeah i think that's one of the things i like about the reformed faith uh foreign theology uh b- before i didn't understand it martin told me like oh you can be calvinist but not reformed I'm like what were you talking about i thought i thought all calvinists were, were reformed but i mean coming to understand these definitions uh for me for me it just helps me a lot to to understand where I am to understand these creeds and and especially when we when we when we corporately at our church when we corporately uh, uh, say uh, or uh, uh, state the Apostles Creed that that just like oh, yeah. man you're That's part cool. of this corporate yeah. this body this, this you belong here and then uh, me I'm learning more about the creeds and uh, man it just it just helps me to stand more firm and where where I stand as a Christian mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's one of the things I like about Reformed theology yeah yeah, yeah man. So, Jonathan, you're part of the OPC, right? Yeah. Oh, or, or, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm transitioning. I'm in okay. transition into the PCA. But oh, yeah, okay, I was cool. A, I was a member uh. in good standing, by the way. There was, 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 was no, uh, you know, I didn't get right? kicked out or nothing, but... Uh, things happen, things happen. Yeah, we're, we're transitioning into the PCA. And your PCA, yeah. too, no? After yeah, yeah, PCA. Which is PCA yeah, is Presbyterian yeah. Church Presbyterian of America. America. Yeah. Not PC USA. Right, right. <laughs> again, you know. Yeah, but, you see, but, that, that but that's another thing too. A lot of people want to hear Presbyterian. You know, it's tainted already. It's tainted yeah. by the PC USA, uh, or even um, Reformed churches like there's RCA. Yeah. Uh, Reformed Church of America. You, you would think that's the most like conservative, you know, confessional thing yeah. ever. But that that denomination is being taken over by by yeah, man. By, by theological liberals, you know, and, yeah. um, and not politically liberal. Well, I guess in some sense, but mainly yeah, guys who deny yeah the you know the scriptures. So yeah, yeah, we're we're part of the RCA right now, the Reformed Church in America. But um, oh, we're tunes for updates. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, it's all good, man. We're, we're 
just stay tuned. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. my, my, my father-in-law, he's part of the RCA, and he's one of the. I'm, I'm proud to say that he's one of the the guys that are fighting, you know, for for truth. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, within yeah. the RCA, so yeah. I get so, it. I think this is this is why we're doing this whole breaking down of definitions. Exactly what you were saying right now, right? Because we throw out words oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Um, even earlier with you guys as wives, we were talking about uh, those words like reform. What does that mean? Um, mm-hmm. So we throw these words in our circles. We you know we're, we right. use big words and name everything. Um, so I think for the people, I think that's why we're doing this uh, to to yeah. define terms and what we are, who we are, what yeah. we're about. Yeah, and when, and when about that too, Jonathan. Like, we, like we made it very clear even when we started reading Project Radio. Like, we're not going to be shy or scared about our faith. Yeah. Uh, so many times, reformed people they feel like they have to like kind of hide a little bit, you know, because we all know who, who likes limited atonement or unconditional election. Mm-hmm. Like, who likes those mm-hmm. doctrines, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then with some Pentecostals, you hear once saved, always saved, or person of the saints, mm-hmm. and immediately they, they think that you're just a person like that, likes, that loves to sin and mm-hmm. and still claim to be you know Christian or whatever. So so like. We're saying no. We're we're we are understanding about what we believe, the same way how we're understanding about being Latinos. You know what I mean? And and um, trying to reach the urban community in this way. You know, so so yeah, it is important to define what we believe, bro. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I think the reform tradition has been tainted so much, and uh, I think it's helpful because I think every time we, we do meet up and talk, we talk about this, but I think it yeah. needs to be talked about quite a, quite a bit. Yeah, so. it definitely does, bro. Especially us coming from those kind of backgrounds, yeah. uh, where. These, these these words are not really um, uh, received, right, right? right? So we're here to say, man, hey, we we come from these urban areas, and we're not afraid to to call ourselves Calvinists or to call ourselves Reformed or to hold to be like, yeah, I believe in limited atonement, I believe in perseverance of the saints, I believe mm-hmm. that He who started a good work in you will bring it to com- completion. I, I actually believe that, yeah. and I don't think oh. that that, mm-hmm. that that we can pluck ourselves out from the hands of God. Yeah, bro, like, I'm not ashamed. Like, I know, like, I can't lose my salvation because my salvation is not based on me or the things that I do. It's based on Christ who holds me down. Mm-hmm. Nice. Amen, bro. I think, Jonathan, you, uh, I heard you say this earlier that, you know, being a Calvin, it's not, it's not, it's not to start arguments, to start debate. This, it's more of a personal for assurance to know that you are yeah. secured in Christ. And uh, I mean, the more that, that we get into it, it's like, why would you want to take that away from from the people of God that they are secure mm-hmm. in yeah. him mm-hmm. that he is our shepherd and no one can pluck us out of his hands not even me yeah. all right i can't pluck myself out of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> but, but why, why do you guys think that is that in, in like the the hood and you know hood churches and things like that that they hold to so much that hey, you can't lose your salvation and all these things like why do you think that's such a hard thing that they they stand on you can lose your yeah because they do oh. they hold to that you know yeah i think it's more than just that Doctrine, it, it just comes, it ultimately comes from a type of work based yep. in a way to keep. I don't know if, if you really look at it. I mean, uh, even our even our pastor, Reverend Rudy, will even mention too that they even like these prosperity gospel, prosperity these prosperity pimps. preachers exactly mm-hmm. are the prosperity pimps in the hoods because when when this type of uh, this type of wrong theology is brought into these areas they want to be a part of god's people right they want to they want to stay in good standings with god everyone has a type of understanding of god and so people have questions like how can i be saved what can i do to make sure that we're good everyone has family so more like more than likely those that have families in the hoods they want to make sure their family is good and so a lot of times it's you have to tithe right 
And so then it, there's emphasis on tithing. There's emphasis on these other things that are really not related to so much of, of the essentials of the gospel. And so that's why we see these churches blow up in some of these areas, right? Uh, I guess what we talked about these urban areas, as we defined earlier. Um, and so it's because of that. That's why we we would love to see. And this is why we even uh, wanted to see this more even with the radio station as well to see reformed theology impact these urban communities mm-hmm. um, so that people aren't burdening themselves and burning themselves out in a, I guess you'll say in a, in the works based salvation. Yeah. 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 I, I would say that like, I think everybody is inclined naturally on a work-based kind yeah. of salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it is, bro. I think, I think, yes, it's, it's, of course we're, it's wrong teaching, right? Wrong theology, but the natural inclination of a human being is mm-hmm. salvation by works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once you get Christianity, that's, that's all I was talking to your wife and your wife, both yeah. of you guys, mm-hmm. wife, we were talking about that. We were saying, you know, in our minds, we say, yes, everybody, everybody that's mm-hmm. a Christian, right? will say, no, salvation is by faith. Right. right? It's for la fe. It's by faith alone, mm-hmm. right? You you don't work. You don't earn your way to heaven. Everybody will affirm that. But in our minds and the way we let practically live that out, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Because something like that, you guys as well as we're saying, is like, you know, I wake up and I'm like, damn, if, if, if God comes or, you know, if Jesus comes back right now, like, I wonder if I did enough. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. would I go with him? Like, if I die right now, will I go to hell? Like, did I read my Bible enough? Like, did I go to church enough? Like, um, you know, am I active enough in the church? See, so that, and and you're not implicitly saying, oh no, I don't believe by salvation by faith alone. You're not saying that, but the way you're thinking of Christianity is that. Because if you're to say, if you're to say, if you're questioning that, mm-hmm. you're questioning your works. Right. And, you're, and you're pretty much saying like, I am going to heaven and I am accepted by God by my works. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I think, you know, of course, there's people who are out there intentionally spreading false doctrine. But at the same time, it's in the the heart of man yeah. to want to be right with God by works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. of sin, there's yeah. that brokenness. There's that uh, separation from God that we long for a type of reconciliation with our creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we, we have a view before even becoming Christian. We have a view of God, a view, a view of man, um, and and sometimes we view God like like how we view man. You know, like uh, for example, we relate to we relate God to our father, right? And our father abandoned us when we were younger um, because of, for a reason. We kind of carry that kind of same energy with with God. You know, we think that He will that He could abandon us as well. You know, being His children, and um, and if we don't do good enough, if we don't if we don't perform well. You know, we, we could suddenly not become, or we can suddenly lose our, our, you know, our, our status of a child of God. You know, and and, and so I, I think a lot of times too, when it comes to, um, when it comes to our parenting, or or even when it comes to how we're, how we're raised, we carry those same motives, mm-hmm. those same the same thoughts over to theology, and and so we start seeing God like we see man. You know, very conditional. You know, very, um, you know, uh, self-serving. But a lot of times, you know, like God is love. You know, and and by definition, he's. He, he, I mean, look what, like, look what he did with Christ. You know, he sent his own son to die for sinners who didn't, he didn't deserve it. You know, that's not what. No man in the world has has demonstrated that kind of love before. You know, so so so, so our view of God, I think, I think this to answer your question, uh, Martin. Um, I think I think our view of God 
is distorted. It's distorted just naturally. Yeah, yeah like, like we said, it's naturally distorted. And then when they, when when these churches they kind of implement works, you know, even even when it comes to staying to staying saved. Okay, okay, maybe maybe we're saved by grace through faith initially, but to stay saved now we have to maintain our works. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's just, it's just bad theology. Bro, and it, that's exactly what Adam and Eve did in the garden, bro. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing they did once they realized they sinned? They try they, to cover themselves, cover themselves yeah. up, yeah. right? Because they have yet to experience the grace of God and yeah, understand like they, it. They, they mm-hmm. try to cover... That's exactly what they, what we do. Like, when, when, yeah. when a Christian, even a genuine believer is in line by the Holy Spirit, like, sees their sin, because that's right. what happens, right? When right. we are open, the Holy Spirit opens our hearts and we see our sin, mm-hmm. like... There is a sense where we we do try to cover ourselves up by our right. own righteousness, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. And 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 the dope thing about reformed theology is is it's saying, no, no, it's like right. don't look to yourself, look on the perfect one, to, yeah. to, to Christ, you know. Yes, amen. So, no, yeah, I think that's that's why it's important within the within the reformed community to continually hear the gospel, to not to mm-hmm. not be, be tired of yeah. it, but to hear it even at our at, you know corporate gatherings to mm-hmm. to the hear the, the liturgy yeah. to, to hear the gospel because of, I mean even Paul when he writes his letters like I want to remind you of the gospel that was once preached to me and I want to remind you that it was Christ yeah. that was crucified that Christ raised from the dead and so it's very very important to to preach the true gospel when you're at church. Yeah. Uh, to, to understand that you have been forgiven, to understand your identity in Christ. Because if we lose our focus, we, we tend to, to kind of wonder, well, am I really saved or, or where, am I really a child of God? But that's why, the, that's why the gospel is not only for unbelievers, but it's for Christians as well to hear it on the daily. So a works-based salvation is not just trying to earn your salvation, but works-based salvation entitles also trying to keep your own salvation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that part right there is what people um, miss, especially like in, in in hood churches that they think just a works-based salvation. All oh, I, I, salvation is by grace. I don't work, and they're, they're all from that, right? Yeah. And but then when it comes to oh, but now I gotta keep it. Right, they don't right. re- recognize that that's also a works-based salvation. Also. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I got a question for you guys, and I think it's a good segue to transition to the next topic. Mm. So I don't know. I I think you guys probably have heard and. And this, this whole like movement, I don't want to get too political, but it does tie into like what we're going to talk about this whole thing. So like recently, a lot of people in the past, right, even like Christian hip hop artists, like a lot of people, black people, brown people, they've, they've, they've embraced Calvinism, mm-hmm. right? So you had this like Mark Driscoll and the, and the young restless and reform. And there was a lot of black and Hispanic people in that movement, but if you have not been really in Christian hip hop or in these circles, like you've realized that these people have now like left and have rejected what they, maybe not like the, the idea, but maybe the label or, or their affiliation with organizations. So they would honestly like try to condemn reformed, like the reformed tradition. Right. Mm-hmm. So you see that like with Lecrae, even with like a Jamar Tisby mm-hmm. uh, that was in the PCA. And he's like, you know, he's kind of talking down about uh, reformed yeah. tradition and flame went to instead of being a Calvinist, he's a Lutheran now, yeah, you know. Right, right. So for you guys, you guys are not white. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how did you. My arm is white. 
Yeah, so, <laughs> so, okay, so knowing that, bro, knowing that there is some, some history, you know, and there is like legit things that we could point out to mm-hmm. in reform people that we could say, yeah, that, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't cool. Yeah. How could you, how do you guys reconcile the two? So why would, why would you guys pursue this tradition? You know, because it's number one, mostly white. It has some kind of history and, mm-hmm. and it's not the cool thing anymore. Right. You know? Well, for me, man, like bef- before, you know, all this, you know, happened, I remember just coming into, you know, uh, reform theology and being so blown by it and being so like, like a fire started creeping up in me and I started being like zealous for the Lord. Not not because of tradition or because people, um, just because of the, the the sound truths of the gospel. That so it so impacted my life that it completely changed my thinking, and that's something that that no one's going to take away. Mm-hmm. Not even Mark Driscoll. Not even nobody who once held to reform theology now they've abandoned it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't say anything for them, but for me, um, the truth has really impacted my heart and has. It has expressed in the way that I think and the things that I do and the way that I treat my wife and the way the way I raise up my children and it's so impacted my life that I can't turn back on it because I just see the truths and the beauty of the gospel and of our Lord Jesus Christ in it. Like to me is to turn my back on that would be to turn my back on the Lord because the truth of who God is and the truth of the gospel and and Jesus is so embedded in and true reformed theology that I can't just turn away from it. Like I can't just like, no matter what church hurt can bring or who may abandon me or who may abandon the the reformed tradition. I can't see myself doing that because of who, because how Jesus is so glorified, you know? And I think uh, surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are, yeah, we all hold to reformed theology, but the truth of who Jesus is, is just so much more impacted it's so much more embraced that Christ himself is in the center of it. And I can't turn my back on Christ. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh. That, that's for me. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I can't say for, I can't say anything for Mark Driscoll or for mm-hmm. anybody else. If, if they've experienced the beauty of who Jesus is, I, I don't know. I don't know what their experience is, but as for me in my house, <laughs> we shall hold to reform theology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even with just the experience base, you, the people that have left, you got to ask, you got to be able to sit down and, and, and even just question what was the reasoning. And most and most times, I guess, you, you may find that it's from people who have wrong application. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because people... Uh, don't apply it or demonstrate it or are able to live it out in such a way it doesn't turn it all to be false yeah. I mean we hear of Christians that aren't Christian outside of church uh, it doesn't mean the Christian faith is, is incorrect because uh, that's an argument that atheists and you know every, any other religion would have and say well you know I see Christians and they're hypocrites well it's like well, okay well the truth isn't distorted because of that yeah um, and then even then, and if it, and if the complaint is because the reformed theology seems white in America, um, then this is where the beauty of historical Christianity comes into play. Because when you go to historical Christianity, there's African roots in Christianity. There's you know there's um, and even in 
around the time of the Reformation, there's even um, Spanish roots in in the Reformed theology in itself too. There's other roots outside of European white um, within the Reformed theology in itself. Uh, but but even then, just going back to that to that, like we can't see what the what people are gathered around it, and 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 just saying that oh because these people um, may may be the majority. That's not, um, I guess you'll say that that can't be a reason. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like saying like if 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 all the white people are drinking water, like I don't want to drink water because that seems like a white thing. It's like no, like our bodies need water. I'm gonna drink water nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, uh, I'd say uh, it was it was never about uh, following people. It was, it was about, well, I mean, when I first started, it was about seeking the truth through the Word of God. Uh, trying not trying uh, seeking truth being biblical and applying the the proper applications for it so when I was even searching for you know the truth I, I wasn't focusing on oh that's a white man's tradition or that's a di-. Mm-hmm. no I just wanted I just wanted to know who God who God was and it happened to be you know th- those those people you know we got Paul Washer and R.C. Sproul man when I heard R.C. Sproul that's when it really kicked in but I mean, for me, it was never about following a certain certain set of white men's religion or anything like that. But it was about being biblical and where I stand. And I wanted to seek the truth. That That's what it was about. It's about seeking truth. That That's for me. Um, yeah, I know. So um, the, the question was, um, uh, how do we respond to, I guess, like Reformed theology having like such a dark history in America? Is that kind of? I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. It's oh, okay. like, well, the majority. I want to say dark history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wanna, so, I, like the majority of the reform tradition is is white, uh-huh. right? So that's one aspect. Uh, okay. The second aspect is that there is things that we could point in history where we're like, ah, okay. You know, and, and and then so and then and then on top of that, third aspect to it is now, it's it, it's like not the cool thing to do anymore right. oh, because okay, okay. so many people are like, yeah. throwing the baby with the bathwater yeah. and saying, no, 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 we're not reformed no more. Like I don't hold right. to that no more. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you're all you're gonna do if you join the reformed tradition, they're gonna whitewash you, and right, like, yeah. so, so now why okay. would you want to pursue that? That's yeah. the question. Why, knowing all that, the current state, what's happened in the past, yeah. where things are right now, why would you want to pursue something yeah. like that? Okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, so I, I can't speak for, for everyone, uh, for myself, I, I was introduced to reformed theology by um, by two hyper Calvinists, you know, that met me at Chipotle, you know, and and I, I hadn't I didn't even know about reformed theology, I listened to Paul Washer, but didn't know he was reformed. Um, so but later on, as I joined the reformed church, uh, I didn't notice that. I noticed that, like, wow, like this, this, there's no Hispanics at all, you know. Like, and, and, yeah. and in Mexico, mm-hmm. there's no like, there's hardly any reform churches in Mexico. Yeah. So, um, and then as I learn, and I'm, I'm hearing our brothers, um, I'm hearing them give their reason why they can't be reformed anymore. Some said that you know they love reform theology, but they hate reform culture and reform tradition because it's filled with, it's filled with white supremacy. Okay. And so my thing is this: uh, make sure that we don't make sure that we don't uh, commit the the genetic fallacy. You know, like just just because it's coming from a racist doesn't mean it's false. You know, it, it could be truthful. You know, now and I, propaganda. I think he made a cr- great song, "Precious Puritans," where yeah. I think I think that's what answers the question mm-hmm. for me. But then he he made another song. I, I, was, I was listening to Reading Project Radio uh, yesterday, and you too, and you too, you can listen yeah. to it twenty four seven. And I can't remember the song that it, I wish I remembered the song, but part of it says that you know maybe 
maybe we shouldn't be logical with these certain situations. You know, logical is is pretty much a European a European Greek thing of way of thinking. And I just agreed with that. I was like, bro, no, it's not. You know, like we could be logical still, not be European or Greek. You know, like how we think. I think what we're doing is is we're committing that genetic fallacy because it came from a certain because a, a certain group made it popular or or that's that's where you learned it from. Somehow you want to say it's wrong now. So so I think we have to make that distinction. Like we we have to think clearly and biblically about these things. So so that's kind of where I stand. Uh, when, when I come across those issues um, now for me it was never a cool thing to to be reformed uh, when, when, I, when I became reformed I was literally I was like I was 18 years old and I was at this church and um, it was like my second home like it was I, no it was my first home actually like I felt like this church was like my family and they shunned me for that you know and I was kicked out you know so and it, and it was hurtful because a lot of rumors started so it wasn't a cool thing for me to be reformed I think what you said earlier um, Vic is that it has to it has to be about um, truth Okay. Like if, if you're a Christian, you want to seek truth. If, if you don't want to call yourself reformed or whatever, but seek truth, be consistent with scripture, think rightly. And, and, and I think, and I think you could just forget the whole white supremacy stuff. And, and is it cool to be reformed yet? Or Mark Driscoll, whatever. If it's, if it's God's truth, are you willing to stand alone in that? You know, are you willing to stand against, to stand up against your entire family and friends mm-hmm. on, on this truth? Mm-hmm. So or um, against your entire yeah. church. Yeah, yeah, entire church. Yeah, entire against your non-denominational church. Yeah, so <laughs> and I, I, I guess I think about it too, man, because just to put myself in their shoes, if if the, if Mexican if, if the past, because you know if we if we look at our history, man, um, Mexican history, it's it's a pretty dark history, bro. It's 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 kind of sad, you know, if we if we look at certain things that happened, um, how even the Mexican people came about and everything. It's just um, it's kind of sad, but I, I kind of put myself in their position. I, I imagine. If reformed theology came from the Spaniards, and you know, and in Mex- and in Mexico ended up being kind of reformed, like would I reject reformed theology? And that you know, because you think that the people that oppressed you, they pretty much championed this this theology. You know, so do we, I, 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 it's, it's, an, it's an emotional thing, man, and, yeah. and we, we have to understand that, bro. So that's where that's where I understand what propaganda, propaganda. I understand what he was saying. I'm not gonna just disagree with him and leave. I'm like, bro, I, I don't agree with your reasoning, but I see the pain though, and 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 I and, I, and I'll, I'll cry on your shoulder with you. You know, like I'll, I'll cry with you on that. So yeah, I, I think that's something we were talking about the, the other day, that first day that I was here. I was like, you know, you have all these stories of all our, a lot of black brothers leaving the, the reformed faith. Yeah. And like we're like eagerly like running into trying to come into the yeah, 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 you know? like yeah. we're we're running towards it and like yeah. we know but our struggle is a different struggle like you right. know like the, it's like I I totally get that and I understand that and not everybody you know sh- I mean I think everybody should be reformed but I know like not everybody's going to be reformed yeah you know? so right um, but yeah so so with that said you guys are doing you guys are planting a reformed church yeah. In what, like, like I just hear when I when I think about that here about Rudy in my head, like in a reformed church, confession reformed church in the hood. So why would so, we do yeah. such a crazy thing like yeah, that? So man. Talk about that. Let's talk about that. I, I think, man, just uh, along what you, what you were saying, Arturo, is that there was a point where um, I was just so into reformed theology. But I recognize that there wasn't any like Mexicans talking about this, right? And especially, you know, of Chicanos, right? And I, I didn't see anybody, so that was that was always a desire of mine to kind of bring that to to our people, right? Um, but it was just a desire at the time. And it's not until I met uh, Reverend Rudy, who is my pastor right now, our pastor at the Reformed Church of Los Angeles, that he's kind of pushing this. And his vision 
and his mission is something that I'm on board with too because he has the same desire too to plant confessionally reformed churches in the hoods mm. and not, not just to, not just to, to, to Chicanos but to, to a multicultural church where Samoans are welcome where uh, blacks are welcome where Asians yeah. are welcome where whites are welcome with, with whoever uh, I, you know desires to learn more of who Jesus is the demographic of the city that we're yeah. in yeah. you know thinking about that and thinking about the three C's that you brought out right now mm. Just something that Aldo, like one of my really good friends says is, um, you know, we, we are everything you just said, covenantal, mm. confessional, Calvinistic and Calvinistic. But he adds one more C. Okay. Cultural. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's nice. It, it's contextual. That's contextual. Yeah. Yeah. Contextual. Okay. Mm-hmm. So That's I, 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 we reflect the community. I think that is something That's that we're bringing. Yeah, something I think, new, I think bro. This, this, this is something yeah. new, like mm-hmm. right? And this is something that we are kind of bringing and exploring. Wait, that's Aldo you said? Yeah, Aldo says that. Okay, so man. I, I, th- I thought I came up with it on my own, man. <laughs> no, I don't know. He says that too. Yeah, I thought. Not that, but he added another C to it. He added another C, yeah. And that's contextual. So so we are, I think that's the thing that we're all big about, right? Yeah. Because when we found, we found out about this, we were like, Mm. Yeah, I'm like, I remember Why telling my everybody wife. Everybody know this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then and then you see that's kind of where the history comes in, right? Yeah. That's when yeah. you look back, like okay, you can say, so how the hell was not this spread like wildfire yeah. amongst everybody? Mm-hmm. But then you see, like there was like certain attitudes, and you know, it's all you know, whatever. But that's that's the past. We're here now, okay? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I am a, a Mexican American here, knowing the reform. Uh, the reform history, reform truth, and I want to spread it. So that contextualization right there is where where we're exploring, and we're we are bringing this what 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 you call, call yeah. it like this up. What is it like a modern reformation? Modern whatever. Reformation, yeah. You know, that's something that we're bringing to the table. Yeah. I think that right, hasn't right. really been done before mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in the extent that we're doing it. Like what you guys are doing. Right, right. I mean, I, I think here here's the thing too. Also that. There's, there's the people of God, the, the true people of God are really seeking truth. They're really seeking the word of God. They really want to know who God is. But then you got these two sides. You got one side where it's non-denominational and they basically put you down for seeking real truth. They put you down for seeking what the Bible actually says. And then you got this other side where it's like you you get you get kicked out from this non-denominational church and you want to learn more biblical more reformed then you go to the reform side and and then some people go in and it's like no they're not welcome there either yeah i mean mm-hmm. i i hear you i hear uh, uh jonathan i hear your, your podcast and i thought i hear your podcast and how you guys experience that mm-hmm. that there's a, a type of like you you gotta not be your you gotta not kind of like put away your culture to, to, to fit in to assimilate yeah to assimilate so I, I you know I thank God that you know Reverend Rudy he he has he has, he has his church I, I went to uh, Reformed Church this was my Reformed Church and it's like man this is what a church should be like where, where as you were saying Martin you got Mexicans you got Samoans you got blacks you got whites you got Asians you got everybody in one room and they're not on one side. They're, they're, they're together, corporately worshiping God, corporately, you know, they're seeking truth. And I think this is what urban places need. Yeah. A place where they can go and they can feel welcome. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they don't have to be put down for or be called that you're, you're in a cult because you're seeking reform, reform, the, reform theology. No, they need a place where they can go and really, truly and seek God together so so we're basically creating a new lane because we're kind of like 
the the best the the best of both worlds. Like we yeah. we've experienced the non-denominational side, and we've experienced uh, reformed theology, and uh, like. It's, it's, it's a new lane, I think, that, that's being brought to the table because, you, you know, we can be reformed in our theology but still be hood in the way that we talk and the way that we dress. And, you know, we don't have to, you know, come up with a freaking suit and tie or a freaking yeah. collar shirt or whatever, you know? Not that that's bad. Not yeah. that that's bad, but, and, you know what I mean? And, and you know what, to, to, to Vic's point, um, because we've experienced opposition in somehow, some sense, or, you know, I, I, guess, I guess us trying to assimilate, like, I think that's where... Not to put down like our, our black brothers, but we feel that mm. like they're like because we we we're in these circles and we feel that. Yeah. But I think for me, bro, as as a Mexican and kind of like how I was raised, like I was an immigrant here, bro. Mm-hmm. So th- there was no entitlement for me, yeah. like mm. having anything. Mm-hmm. This is this is the white man's world right now. Yeah. You know where we can't we came here illegally and this is like we we don't you know Mm -hmm. and we literally had to earn our way here so when when i face opposition like that bro it doesn't make me want to dip it makes me just want to go harder and 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 harder and kind of just know i am here like i am here and i'm here to stay bro and this is whatever whatever oppression or whatever i don't even know what the kind of word i would put in there but the political correct term is yeah (laughs) i'm gonna go hard for this because i know it's the truth and i know who i am and 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 i guess it because i've gone to know all of you Mm. there's a lot of us here who are trying to do the same thing and you know what there's a lot more people out there too that have yet a place to go to and they kind of have to hold back their 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 theology because of the churches that they're in. Yeah, exactly. I know I look exactly. I know people who are in um Victor Outreach and Living Word and things like that who Calvary have Chapel. Calvary Chapel who hold to reformed theology mm-hmm. but they can't come out and be like, oh yeah I'm reformed. They're, cl- they're yeah. closet Calvinists. Yeah they're closet cl- Calvinists because if, if they do come out and label themselves, they're going to face opposition. Some of these people have been in the churches for years, 20 years. I know a dude, you know, he knows who he is, who's been in the Victor Average for 20 years. Mm. He agrees with Calvinism and Reformed theology. But 20 years being in this church, he just yeah. can't walk away from it. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. So there needs to be, we, 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 need, we need to raise up a new generation, like, that are, of, our, of our children who are going to grow up in Reformed circles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be dope. Yeah. The, the vision and the long-term goal is to see uh, people grow up in this kind of theology so that they don't have to experience the hurt or or the false doctrine that's out there. Yeah. Um, they're going to grow up in the Reformed Church. They're going to grow up in sound doctrine. And they're going to have you know other brothers and sisters that they grow up with that are on the same boat as right. them. And that's what we want to do, man. We want to yeah. raise up the next generation so that they can go ahead and plant other churches. And this right. is going to be a fire that's lit, bro. Yeah. And all of all of them are gonna be baptized as infants. Yes, bro. I was gonna say so. <laughs> so baptize your babies if you have some. So I think that's where we're at presently, right? So in the 20th century, uh, we there was a rise in Reformed theology, Reformation taking place in America, um, where there was more Reformed theology being exposed to people and people coming to that knowledge, right? Um, to this un- to this understanding that, that we see as biblical. Mm. And then now in this 21st century that we're in, right? Um, we're seeing now the, the, the joining, the marrying of the two sides of Christianity. 
um, that really draws us to a, a, a I guess you would say a, a better not better to to a bigger perspective on these things mm-hmm. right so on one end we have the reformed theology which gives us the knowledge of God that draws us um, to doxology and praise to God but yet there's little little application to community right and then on the other end of Christianity we see the evangelical side where it's all about community it's all about helping the the ones that are in need helping the mm-hmm. the homeless the, the 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 needy the poor all these things we see that side we see evangelism you know all all on high end we see worship and praise so high and lifted up mm-hmm. um so so i guess you would say on this on this other end is that zeal we see the zeal we see people that are passionate about the things of god and wanting to please god yeah. um but not have a proper understanding of how to please god and 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 i guess you would say um that this that this um that this idea of pleasing god isn't tied to salvation in that sense right because more on the evangelical side it's it's if you if you're not pleasing god you're, you're gonna lose your salvation so it's coming out from salvation yeah, not for for, salvation. yeah 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 so in the 21st century we're seeing that now and that's what we're calling the that type of modern reformation right mm-hmm. where we're seeing people from the evangelical realm i guess you will say more of these people out of pentecostal churches um and, and just people within the wide community, right? Not just white people. We're seeing Latinos, we're seeing blacks, we're seeing Asians, all these people coming into reformed theology. And so therefore we're able to marry this application, this passion with the knowledge, right? So that's why we're able to see, um, you know, people in, in these multicultural reformed churches able to dance and sing songs right other than just hymns right we're able to sing um all these things and 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 praise god loudly (laughs) uh not to ourselves with our hands uh, you know in our pockets and also at the same time going out to the streets impacting the communities with reformed theology um so we're seeing that right that whole marrying and everything just being brought full circle yeah, how yeah. we should be yeah. biblically yeah, you know and I just want to quickly add it because I think what you guys are doing is pretty cool too um, so I, I was told this by uh, a missionary pastor um, uh, years ago and, and this is why I, I love what you guys are doing um, he told me that there was a, a, this, this, a white lady and, and she was born shorter than everyone else dark hair brown eyes you know fair skin and, uh, and she and she always had low self-esteem right because everyone else was like tall blonde blue eyes and stuff and she came a little different right well later on um she was she became a missionary too and she went to asia and the, and the asians that heard her talk actually like were able to hear her out more just because of how she looked mm-hmm. you know because for some reason people like gravitate to people that look like them you know it's, yeah, it's just it's yeah. just it's just simple it's just uh nature you know mm-hmm. it's natural for us right so so for example if i was my 18 year old self and i got kicked out of my church and i saw you guys with this new church plant oh. I, i'm gonna feel mm-hmm. like Really? Like, wow, this is amazing. So, so here's the thing, though. Right now, there aren't too many Reformed Hispanic churches. No, um, if, you, if, if you want to look for another Reformed church, it's going to mainly be white, you know? Yeah. And, and so there's going to be guys who, who, who are from the hood, from the project, urban areas, whatever, who just, okay, they'll go because of the theology, but then they're going to also feel somewhat isolated. Yeah. They're yeah. going to feel somewhat behind because their way of life is different than, yes. you know, like in the, in the, in the white church, um, uh, education's, it's valued a lot, right? Like you know, to to be a, to be a, a pastor, you have to have 
seminary degree and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, now, and, and the, I, I think for us, we, we value education. We really do. But at the same time, we know that it's more than just that. You know, a lot of times you just, you just don't have the money, yeah. you know, mm. and, and, and you might have to wait until you're 40 years old to finally have enough money and your kids are out, you know, already. Yeah. So, 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 so at, at times we feel behind, but really we're not behind. We're just, we're comparing ourselves to a whole different culture. Like yeah, they yeah. do things differently, man. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so it's kind of neat what you guys are doing because like, again, I, I could imagine right now there's going to be guys that we, experience that we did, you know, what we, what we experienced. And they're going to look at you guys in Orange County and be like, oh, this is the church I want to be at, you know? Bro, yeah, and, so. and that's what I was telling you guys earlier, remember? What, the reason why I joined Victory Outreach was what? It was it was, it was was not because I knew their theology. Mm-hmm. It was not, none of that, bro. Because you could relate. It was yeah. literally mm-hmm. because I seen dudes look like me, yeah. talk like me, walk in, and I could say, oh, yeah, that I could relate to that mm-hmm. dude. That was it. That was the... That was what drew me in, yeah. you know, for good or for worse. That's what drew me in, you yeah, know. In prison, I, right? Or you, know, you were you were locked up, right? No, I was or, I was so I got some court mandated class that I had to oh, do yeah, at class, some like right. troubled youth like after school program, and <laughs> they went and yeah. they talked about Jesus. Th- that's was, one thing. You know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's one thing I appreciate about them too, that they're very evangelistic and they very they want to go out there mm. and they get so excited about Jesus, and I appreciate that about them. So like let's let's get that the good qualities that they have. Yeah. And let's mix it with this sound doctrine. Yeah. And let's create a new lane that is right. both sound in theology and evangelistic also. Because yes, uh, the misconception that people have about Calvinists or Reformed people is that they don't evangelize because they they already know who they elect are, so they don't need to evangelize. <laughs> God will bring you know, them. God will bring them right. But like nah, yeah. like we believe what Jesus said is yeah. go and make disciples, but we also believe the rest, which is baptizing them as infants <laughs> or conf- professing professing yeah, believers yeah, too professing believers too of course we don't, we don't deny that um, but teaching them uh, all that I have taught you yeah. you know to, to you know teach them to bring them up to raise them because discipleship is not just evangelizing mm-hmm. I mean it's 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 more than so much more than that it's teaching them it's doing life with them it's getting those uh, 3am calls it's picking them up when when they're stranded or freaking doing life with this with yeah. these people you know what I mean so that's that's the whole uh, view of discipleship and and uh, uh, teaching them is doing life with them as well right. so that's what we want to do we don't want to just be about head knowledge you know as, as our pastor says it needs to come from our head uh, to our heart to our hands mm-hmm. so that, that's that's the, the way that it should be we need to yeah we need to receive it in, in our minds and understand it but it also has to impact our hearts that it makes us do the things that Jesus did. Right, right. Theology leads to doxology. You know? Yeah. That's what we gotta yeah. do. Thanks. Yeah, and, and and I think when we see that, right, the knowledge and the the zeal married together, then it's the proper mission. Um a proper mission or I guess not proper, sorry. Yeah, I guess you would say it um successful missionary would be when a missionary groups go out to other countries right and they're able to bring the gospel they stay there they're able to raise up pastors in the community there and that they could replicate um a biblical church right the the goal of a missionary trip isn't to go to attract other people to come but it's 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 so that the people hear the gospel and that it could continue to be replicated right the disciples making disciples um, to reflect that that area, that community. So I guess you would say, uh, and and that is supposed to be applied here in America at the same time. 
right? Because even even here in America, this is a mission field as well. Um, so I guess when when it's wrongly done, we'll see a <laughs> a church planted in the hood area. But when you go to that church, you only see more of the upper class. Um, I guess you would say the the upper class, higher salary mm-hmm. um, people coming in, yeah. and they don't even reflect the community. Right. And and I say that because we've I've seen and I've visited a church like that, um, where well, I'll just say it was a Hillsong church in. Yeah, Santa, I was gonna say, bro, put them on blast. It was, it was a Hillsong church in Santa Ana, in the middle of the hood. But when you step into the church, you feel like you're not in Santa Ana. You feel like you're in the more. Um, yeah, South County. If you know Orange County, there's a difference between yeah, South County and, and upper class type upper, area. Upper county, yeah. And 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 you go and you ask around, and all these people come from like Newport Beach. They come from Irvine. They come out of the rich areas, not from Santa Ana. They come yeah. from every other place. Is because those the, when it's done incorrectly, the churches draw people to come to them instead of them going out to the neighborhoods, yeah. mm. to the community, Mm-mm-mm. to go and be that fisherman to bring them in. But, but I mean, I, I said to say that when 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 we're doing when we're able to marry these things correctly, it will reflect, right? So going back to contextualizing, um, when a church is done in that way, we're able to draw all people within the area to to the gospel understanding of, of what we believe today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. No, yeah. So, I mean, stay tuned, man. So we're planning to launch in 2023. So right now. We're, we're taking a break from our podcast just to, you know, such, you know, get all our things in order. I mean, because, you know, when we started the podcast, you know, it was just, you know, the podcast. Right. So now we're venturing and doing this eldership training and there's a lot of time that has to go to that. So our podcast is going to change a little bit. But like Rudy told me this like a while ago, he said the podcast is, 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 is dope. But church planning is where it's at. You know, the people that listen to us or listen to your guys' podcast, mm-hmm. they might be edified and they might grow from it. Mm-hmm. But the real, like, life-changing mm-hmm. thing that we can do is church plant. Yeah. yeah. And, and why is that? Because because Christians, that's that's the means that you're fed with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're fed yeah. by not listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. You're fed by going to church yeah. and yeah. sitting under the preached word exactly. and eating the word and mm-hmm. seeing the word mm-hmm. yeah. that's you can't what, do that's that what, with a listener yeah that's yeah, what exactly. grows you right so all of us have podcasts and that's why I think in the beginning I kind of struggled with who am I to start a podcast right because I'm yeah. not I'm not a minister yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. trained anyway mm-hmm. and um, I'm talking about these you know things right I'm kind of there, there's there is some sense of teaching in what yeah. we do right yeah. there is some sense so I was like, okay, well, but I'm not that. Yeah. But now I think I'm more comfortable in it because of that. Mm-hmm. Because I know that we are not, we are not what feeds these people. Yeah. Or we are not, they're not our mm-hmm. little sheep mm-hmm. that we are pasturing. No, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just a supplement. Yeah. So it's, it's a way to point you to what that is. And exactly. we're, we're trying to point you to real churches, mm-hmm. to be faithful members of a church, you know, yeah. to be a part of the body mm-hmm. and to, and to work and, and fellowship with there and, so I think that's what you guys are doing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's beyond the podcast. It's saying like, no, we actually want to take this to the next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm it's grateful dope. for Rudy, bro. I'm grateful for the the Latinos in the PCA right now. Yeah, a lot. Right. That's what something that mm-hmm. me and Arturo was saying. I was like, I'm I'm you know a lot of people again, even like our white brothers and sisters that 
they're talking down on the PCA and all that, but I'm excited to come in, bro. I'm excited to 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 venture with with these brothers and and uh, you, you guys even did an episode uh, around Christmas time with Dan Warren, who is not a Latino, but he speaks very good Spanish <laughs> and ministers to the Cuban people. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, that's dope right there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so shouts out to him as, as well, dude. That dude's like Miklo, bro. He's uh, <laughs> he's white on the outside, brown on <laughs> the inside, inside, bro. Yeah, dude. That's cool. Yeah, so, man, we, we talked about a lot today, man, and yeah. I think it's just dope that we're able to have these conversations and the fact that these conversations are taking place because one thing that, that I've discovered, I think we've all discovered, is that there's a lot more of us scattered yeah. all over the place, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, um, it's dope that we can talk about these things and that brothers and sisters are able to relate because, you know, it's a, something's happening where people can relate to it that are... You know, scattered abroad. You know what I mean. So it's dope that we get to have these conversations and actually talking about doing something. You know, mm-hmm. about it, not just talking about it, but walking about it too. Yeah. So I praise God for that. Yeah. I mean, bro. Yeah. I mean, um, and then so uh, apart from the church planning thing, man, this Redeem Project Radio. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's get it. Just really quick, man. I, I just want to, <laughs> um, and it'll be it'll be fast. Uh, but you know, we want to really do something it's a similar church plan but not really you know it's, it's something that's it's a movement more than it is just a radio station mm-hmm. even if the radio station were to fail uh, I think the same energy would still be placed somewhere else you know what I mean and and we're, we're trying our best to to reach guys like us man and um, so uh, for our listeners right now it's kind of funny from my perspective when right now when John was was talking I see a little Martin Luther and I recorded it yes. so I'll, I'll post it online yeah. I see like a little Martin Luther uh, figure looking at Jonathan as he speaks and he's like Donnie just said yeah you know so <laughs> uh, anyway um, I'll post it online but yeah guys if, if you guys can just you know like just show, uh, show the page some love you know uh, like share our stuff we're trying really hard man and and look these guys are church planning um and and you know they're, they're busy we're all busy here i'll be moving to tennessee pretty soon they came to bakersfield tennessee. yeah tennessee <laughs> yeah um, i'll be the only brown person there but uh, they, they, you know they came to bakersfield so we can do this together uh fellowship and and uh, you know obviously they, they take it seriously you know i really do appreciate that about you guys bro and i know dj mike couldn't make it haps couldn't make it but um and and well, obviously ricky rodan being across the country couldn't make it but hopefully this does take off uh but more importantly i really do hope that you guys um you know that that pastor rudy that pastor rudy takes care of you guys and uh and mentors you guys and then hopefully until in, in 2023 man we'll yeah have we'll a church in orange county so yeah, it'd be dope. Yeah. It'd be dope, man. hey go listen to redeem project radio yeah um no, I, I, it's funny because i was listening to to the to the radio station one day with my uh with one of my co-workers and I told him about the radio station. He's like, I'm like, hey, do you know there's Christian hip hop? He's like, no. So, so I, I introduced him to to the to, the, to Redeem Project Radio. He took a picture. Now he's listening it to it. His dad's listening to it. Mm-hmm. And they're li- in the Living Garden Grove. And I told him about the church plant. And then both of them said, hey, we're waiting for that church plant. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. We're waiting. We're, you know, let us know we're gonna be yeah. there at the first service. And so, I mean, with this Redeem uh, uh, Project Radio and then uh, this uh, urban church planning, yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's there's some good stuff coming, guys. So, yeah. so just uh, yeah. support. support. And by, by the way, too, along, along with that, you know, um, uh, my brother-in-law told the told his worker about he, he told his worker about the um, uh, about the station, and his worker is a big-time Armenian, doesn't know anything about Calvinism or theology or anything. And the first thing he came back the next day is like, "Hey, what's Reformed theology?" Mm-hmm. What is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and so this guy's been researching, like for weeks now, like what that is. You know, all, all because he just heard the radio station once, and you know, so so I mean, it, this is causing 
you know, edification is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's exposing people who've never heard of Reformed theology, or even, let's say, you don't have to really be explicit about it, you know, but just the gospel, how, how the gospel is preached in the music and in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a good thing, man. So if you guys can, just like the page, follow, listen to the, the, the station online, share it, whatever you can. Um, it's much appreciated. So. Sharing is currency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So if you guys want to plug in your guys' podcast or what's the, what's the update real quick on um, For Christ and Cultura oh, yeah, yeah. or Saint Certified. Yeah, bro. For Christ and Cultura season three is coming, bro. So nice. we're starting to record next week. Nice. Nice. Praise man. God. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a minute. We're bro here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's harder for us, you know, because yeah, yeah. you guys are living in the same city. Yeah. I mean, even if you guys are like busy, there's still some time where you guys can come together. But we're transcending time zones. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're transcending time zones yeah. and and people are at every, uh, all different er- uh, parts of life. Yeah. You know, and so whatever. But we are starting to record nice. uh, next week. We're going to probably get a couple episodes in the bag before we start releasing. But you're going to see, if you follow For Credit Cultura on Facebook, on Instagram, you're going to see uh, news coming out. So uh, we're, 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 we're excited for season three. We're going to have uh, different guests on. I think we're going to have more interviews this, this season. Nice, so that's nice, kind of what we're shooting for. Yeah. And that is partly because uh, one of the co-hosts, um, Josue, he's kind of taking some time off of the mm. podcast to focus on. He's again, doing church planning too, no? Yeah, so yeah. he's trying to church plan as no. well. So again, no. this whole movement, bro, it's yeah. we, we're all in some way capacity like doing things. Yeah. Um, so so he's gonna he's actually like a training for eldership in his church Dope. like you guys mm-hmm. and then potentially he wants to plant also in Dope. the hood Dope. Yeah. Uh, where where he's from in philly shout out nice. to sway so sway uh we see you bro and so because of that we're gonna have an open spot i'm like hey we have a lot of cool people that we want to interview yeah yeah so we already got some lined up it's Dope. nice Dope. nice bro yeah. Uh, yeah, for, for me, well, just really quick, man, about that church planning. So the church I'm going to is a PCA church in Tennessee. And the guy, with, within 30 minutes of our conversation, he kind of picked up on like, okay, so you like teaching, you like doing this stuff, are you into pastoral ministry? And apparently there's a city there, close to the church, mm-hmm. where, they, where, they, where they want a church plant. And it's, it's a growing population of Hispanics or, or Latinos. So, so you're not going to be the only one, bro. Yeah, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I'll just tell them that I'm Puerto Rican or something, so they will they won't treat me differently. <laughs> no, 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 but no, but it's it's it's, it's going to be uh it's it's going to be uh hopefully Lord willing it could be another church plant. You know there what I mean? Go, there yeah. you go. And um so so there's that. So but seeing certified man really quick, I took a break from it from the moment that we started doing Redeemed Patrick Radio, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I have notes and notes of um. I have a bunch of notes on uh, on insurance. Uh, shout out to Flame for helping me <laughs> get into uh, insurance a little more. So I have I have notes and have a, a whole thing lined out, an outline of, of a podcast, of a series on, on insurance, on reformed insurance, you know, and um, I, that, that's what I have coming up next. But for now, the ne- this next season that I'm, I'm dropping, um, hopefully by the end of the month, would be all the interviews I had with the Regime Project Radio and at the end of each interview, I kind of give my reflection of that interview. So my interview, for example, with John, you know, that was the first one we had, you know, and um, I'm, I'm going to talk a little, because I, I, said, I said things on there that I just never shared at all. I kept mm-hmm. it to myself, you know, and, and I know people that listen to it, that know me are going to hear that. Uh, they have heard it and they're like, man, bro, I didn't know you felt that way. Like, what, what's going on? You know, you want to talk about something? And so, 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 so I'm, I'm, I'm one step outside. Yeah. So, so I, I want to do like a, a thing where after each, after each, um, 
interview i have like a reflection type of thing you know and so it's about 10 episodes i'm going to drop uh, hopefully by the end of the month like a series just drop it all at once mm-hmm. while i move to tennessee and um do your thing tennessee tennessee there you go <laughs> all right so, uh, so if so you like, know the song you know why i'm saying that <laughs> i just keep thinking about that tennessee whiskey <laughs> I, I, know. Keep, I, I, I you know. You know that song? I don't know. I'm thinking about the Grits song from Grits. Tennessee, boy. <laughs> oh, that's that's there's a, there's a, a Grits, song bro. that came out in the <laughs> 80s. Kind of voice. <laughs> no, there's a song in the that came out in the 80s. It goes, Tennessee, nah. Tennessee, Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We all had different songs. <laughs> yeah, all different songs. All different songs. Yeah, different songs. Yeah, so... Anyway, but None yeah, so that's what's gonna happen. Um, since that fight, you know, for those of you who listen to Saints that fight, I will uh, you know, upload more, more episodes once I moved in. That assurance series should drop, man. I really want to drop that before Flame drops another album on that is no regeneration <laughs> or something. So, uh, I, I want to respond to all of them, man. I, yeah, but see, this is why I wish I could rap, bro. If I could rap, I'd, I'd just bro, make everybody's a album. scared, bro. Scared of what? Ain't nobody responding, L- like rapping, like, yeah, uh, like. No, no, ain't nobody trying to respond to him, bro. Dude, I, I would Who? think. I, Who? I, I, hey, I would. Who's I would out think, there? Right no, exactly. I would think though the dudes from like Breath and Grace or Christcentric uh, would do something, but okay. nah. not to throw shade at him. But like, nah, I'm, I'm, throwing, throwing, I'm throwing, throwing shade. I'm throwing shade. You guys are, you guys are, you guys are scared. <laughs> no, I'm straight up, like, man. You guys are scared. Like if we, uh, I feel the same way. If I yeah. could freaking rap, uh, I just like rap, bro. murder I, that dude. I could sing, man. I wish I could just sing it. I'm to do a thing. I don't know if you guys know Josh. I wouldn't murder him, but you know, I would think at least. Joshua Priest would, would do something, dude. That dude's yeah. a freaking dispensation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, man. 187 yeah, on him, is. too. I'm playing. Yeah. I'm playing, bro. But I'm playing. I'm just totally kidding. I'm playing. I'm playing. We got a few guys, though, that could. That I, I guess I guess they are Presbyterian. Like no, no, Presbyterian guys, like Christ Centric. They're Presbyterian, right? Some. Right. Some of them are. Some. some okay. Not, um, well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess we don't. Man, I thought we yeah. had more, but. But they rather just throw shots at false teachers than freaking respond to people yeah. on yeah. track. Man, that, that, that's that a could, whole that could actually bite about. back. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, but. Where's the cray at, bro? I got like a kind of reason. Damn. And where's your boy? My boy ain't even reform, bro. <laughs> But. Yeah, but uh, shout. Oh, speaking about rappers, but one thing I want to end, and maybe you guys can pray. And um, we were kind of talking about this in the car in, in some ways. But uh, bro, like, you know, in the world, I, w- I was really into like Chicano rap. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about uh, Mr. Chino Grande, right? Oh yeah. And uh, so I was uh, I was on Facebook the other day, and um, there's this other famous Chicano rap artist. His name is Conejo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, went to course. church. Like what? two days ago or two Sundays ago? It was a church. No, he really? did. It. He 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 visited. Oh, okay. he visited uh, Calvary Chapel, South LA. Really? Yeah, bro. Cause oh, cause no. look, cause I, so so look, check this out. So his his some of his homies are big homies. They're mm-hmm. pastors, bro. What? From his from his barrio, they're pastors now for Calvary Chapel. Oh, that's crazy. And they invited him to church and he visited and he took a picture at church. So what? all this to say, bro, is like. I know him, bro. There's so many like mm. of those crazy, people, bro. like that's crazy that have that Christian influence. So let's let's remember yeah. to pray for like yeah, yeah. for right, all these right. all these all these all these people. You know, that's like, they crazy. have they have people in their lives that are Christian. Yeah. Their mom's a Christian. Yeah. Um, I think Conejo even said it on one of his interviews that his mom's a Christian. Um, young drummer boy. I think his parents are oh, Christian. That's crazy. Too. Like, mm. bro, it's it's 
you know, I just being a Christian, I picked that stuff up, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm like, oh man, so your mom's a Christian, you know? Like, That's crazy, dude. But you I know, know just continue yeah. to pray for yeah. for everybody that the work of the Holy Spirit, you know, tr- transforms your hearts. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's, dope. That's, that's that's dope right there. That's yeah, cool, man. Pray for Chino Grande too. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, gonna, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna meet up with him one way or the other. <laughs> like, like, so imagine just one day uh, Cornejo just drops up a, a Christian album. I know. Hey, I'm picking that Dang. thing out real quick. Cornejo <laughs> featuring <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> Cornejo featuring Chino Grande, bro. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So hey, most of these people don't even know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I know Lil Rob. <laughs> well, I know Conejo from that movie that came out recently. Um, yeah, tax Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, so imagine that, bro. He look yeah. at all the the stuff we do with the blood and the witchcraft. Yeah. And if he's going to church. Praise God, right, bro. right, right. Yeah, let's pray for him. Yeah. And and then also too with us in our podcast, <laughs> we're. We, we took our season two break and then coming back with season three, we're changing up uh, because we used to be every week, right? A weekly podcast, um, dropping it until we feel like we need a break. Um, but even just coming back for season three, uh, we're changing it up. We're going to be bi-weekly. So every other week, we're going to be dropping an episode. And then with that, we want to plan it out to give us more structure um, because we know our time is going to be needed in other places so like even with our season three we're gonna limit um at least to 20 episodes um of course there's gonna be extra episodes here and there that may that may come uh, some lives or whatever that may come um but 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 with our podcast like like we're gonna we're we're trying to do that so a podcast doesn't become a burden to us right because this is something extra that we love to do um but we also don't want to feel like like it's a burden yeah. to where like now because what we learned in season two or at least for myself is that towards the end of season two uh i started feeling like we were dragging the podcast along with us because we wanted to stay so focused to our commitment from the beginning yeah and it's okay to change you know it's okay to change things about it and you know nobody's holding us to to what we committed to in that area right um and so with that our season three is changing um, and, and it's going to change because I mean, and, and, you know, going back to that, right? Like, honestly, like, like we love doing the podcast, but that's not our end goal as a, as a person of, or even just within our work within the church. We want to be pastors. We want to do these other things. Like even myself, I want to be a teacher, um, in, in a, in a, in a college. Like I want to pursue these other things. Um, and I don't want to feel like anything is burdening me or holding me down, you know, being the podcast, right? So that's us. And then even then, aside from that podcast, we want to do a monthly podcast where we drop one episode a month um, because of an episode that we did that we, man, we just love the, the way it was done was with the, the we did one that was a father round, round, round table. table yeah. mm. So we have me, myself, Martin, and two other brothers from our church that were in that episode, Adrian and Alex, that we're going to be doing a father round table where we just talk about, man, what it, what it is the, the the conviction the the every everything that comes with being a christian father and and how we are to father shepherd our households um because man even just me looking into that like i was like man like there's really no father podcasts mm-hmm. out there at least uh, at least good resources that people could look to and get be edified as a father mm-hmm. step uh, one baptize your babies <laughs> <laughs> 
so so yeah that's that's another side project we're gonna be doing uh on cool. the side that's good it's gonna be good yeah that's dope yeah, yeah. redeem project radio yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so y- y'all got any last last words no man i really i enjoyed it really conversation enjoyed this, so. hashtag reform latinos there you mm-hmm. go is a real thing Reform Latinos hashtag Modern day reformation yeah. Get go. ready for some updates For the Redeem Project Radio too uh, Within these oh, next yeah. couple months yeah. we're, we're working we're, on that We're uh, working for a Hard launch uh, Is that what it's called? I don't know It's, Whatever. A, it's another launch Official It's like, it's like, An official launch. Launch. It's like official when you launch. see a small restaurant Do grand opening When you know they've been around For a couple to- uh, yes. years <laughs> Yes oh, So that's what that means <laughs> <laughs> we were getting the king salary. If I could do a more plug for the GoFundMe page, at least, because yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. do want to make this into a nonprofit, you know, and um, that way, you know, it's, it'll, it'll be better for us and better for those who want to donate to the the station. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if you guys want to just check out the GoFundMe page, uh, man, that that'd be a huge help. You, you can know? find it at the website, website, yeah, and on our Facebook page, anywhere, or just ask one of us, and we'll send it to you. Um, that, that's always so that's super helpful, man. It's 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 it like that money goes a long way, honestly. So. Yeah. So shout out the wifeys real quick one oh, time. Oh yeah. Holding it down right yeah, now. Holding it pattern. down with yeah. the kids hey, uh, at the Airbnb. Children. When the code children. Hey, and also that breakfast this morning, bro. That, that, that was. Shout out the wifeys, bro. Shout out Sway, Caro. What's up? Yeah. So shout out to it. RCLA. Shout out to the Reformed Church of Los Angeles. So we're out of here. Yes, sir. May God be glorified through the edification of the saints. Baptized and babies. A rato. Later. This is for the last. This is for the last. Last, last. This is for the last.